0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, it's number 408 on Tuesday, October 18th. The midterm elections are just three weeks away, so obviously, let's talk about that. Uh, it seems that we, we could just not. Do not talk about it. I mean, no, no. I'm kidding. Listen, I'm still recovering from the Eagles game on Sunday, so I'm a little tired here. Um, you're going to have to carry this show. So. Um, it's,
1: it, it's shaping up to be a red wave slash maybe tsunami. Well, even the New York Times poll that came out this yeah. morning has
0: the GOP up four, which really means that it's like seven or eight. Yeah. Ooh, um, And there has been a 32-point swing mm. in independent women. Yes. It went from, like, Democrats mm. plus... Uh, 15 or something yeah. like that to GOP plus yeah. 17. Yeah. Um, Shocker.
1: It's as if women care about you know more things other than abortion right? <laughs> well and then,
0: that, that's the more interesting part is yeah. they did a voter profile on uh, you know all different types of, of demographics. They asked one woman who strongly disapproves of the Supreme Court's decision but she said yeah I'm still voting Republican because other issues matter a lot yeah. more to me yeah um, I mean the there's... economy has re-centered itself as the number one issue across yeah. the board on and there's yeah. so many different facets of the economic <coughs> story and issues that we've got going on yeah but crime is a close second at this it point yeah and you see across the country, in in not just in major cities, in the suburbs too, crime is on the rise, especially in Democrat-controlled areas. There is a total lack of law and order in those areas, and the people have had it. Yeah. And you're seeing in New York, crime is the number one issue yeah. in the governor's race, where Lee Zeldin is just a few points behind, in the margin of error, yeah. of Kathy Hochul, who was up 20 points over the summer. Yeah. So... There is a significant
1: movement here that's towards gonna, that's going to help. That's going to help. And as it helped uh, George Pataki way back when. Yeah. You yep. know, when, and and that's when crime was even worse, a lot worse than it was today. When New York City was you know having an average of like eighteen hundred homicides a year. Or so, mm-hmm. and just today, mm-hmm. Joe Biden announcing
0: that codifying Rover Roe <laughs> yeah. will be his top legislative priority if the Democrats <sighs> control the House.
1: Well, that's not going to happen. so... <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he can say that all he wants. He's just trying to fill the uh, campaign coffers for his reelection. Right what now. I
0: don't, what I don't understand is their total whack of a pivot
1: at all. Yeah, you know that that operative class is. I mean, I, we all disagree with them strongly, but they're not, you know, mentally challenged. It's too late to pivot. Three yeah. weeks. It, there really is nothing they can do. All they can do now is just double down, and and you know. Ride it out because there, there's nothing left. Yeah, they weeks ago, weeks ago in the summers, thought that they could coast that the August inflation bill was going to save them, that um, that the abortion hysterics were going to save them. That obviously did not happen, so they're stuck. Yeah, in fact, it hurt them even worse. Yeah, the
0: Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, everybody realizes I mean, it's God. a total joke now, no, my God. Um, and that's only exacerbating the economic woes that we have. Yeah. Um. So we've had uh, quite a few debates occur here over the last week, namely the uh Ohio Senate debate. Um, which was this a second debate?
1: I believe so. Yeah, I, think this I was believe the so. Second and debate. let me tell you something. You know, if if anybody still has any reservations about J D Vance in this election, this debate should put that to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, he he again destroyed Tim Ryan mm-hmm. up there. So, Every pivot that Ryan tried to do, but calling him or trying to call him a racist, they brought up the white replacement question uh, So the debate, which was just was kind of bizarre. But I thought Vance handled a, like a boss. It's I mean, such a, like, lefty, weirdo, faculty like, lounge online. bullshit Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, because he said that J.D. Vance advocates or believes in the, quote, great replacement theory. Yeah. Um, yeah great replacement theory, yeah. Which... You know what I mean? I mean, I wasn't even aware of this. The yeah. theory is that the Jews are replacing white Americans with minorities. Yeah, man. I didn't know the Jews dude, were in control dude, on dude. this. Yeah, right. Yeah, talk about <laughs> Talk about and it, it is, I mean, it is like, uh, it's wacky. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. listen to J.D. Vance's response on
2: that. This is disgusting. I'd Just like to get here, get here's ex- exactly what happens when the media and people like Tim Ryan accuse me of engaging the Grace Re- great replacement theory. You it. I'll You're tell you exactly, tell you exactly what happens, Tim. What happens is that my own children, my biracial children, get attacked by scumbags online and in person because you are so desperate for political power that you'll accuse me, the father of three beautiful biracial babies of engaging in racism. We are sick of it. You can believe in a border without being a racist. You can believe in the the country without being a racist. And this just shows how desperate this guy is for political power. I know you've been in office for 20 years, Tim, and I know it's a sweet gig, but you're so desperate not to have a real job that you'll slander me and slander my family. It's disgraceful. Yep.
1: I mean... It, <laughs> you, all right. Ryan Ryan's face when Vance's yeah. response is like, God damn it, my people, I have nothing. I yeah. have nothing, nothing, well, and I'm then, fucked. Then he tried to
0: pivot and say that J.D. Vance was extreme on abortion restrictions, but he fired back
2: yet again. Yeah. The question presupposed that Tim Ryan supports codifying Roe v.ersus Wade, yet his actual voting record here has supported abortion without limits up to 40 weeks of pregnancy. Tim Ryan voted for a piece of legislation... That would prevent doctors from providing care to babies who survive botched abortions. That is not the Roe versus Wade standard, Tim. And as much as you call me an extremist, you're the extremist on this issue. Uh, And
0: so apparently only 23% of likely voters in Ohio watched the debate. Um and among independents, J D Vance outscored him by thirty five points. Okay. So we're looking good there.
1: It sounds like everyone has made up their mind
0: in uh, the I Buckeye think, State, right? I think Ohio is going to be a five to ten percent Republican win. I, I would say that too. Um, yeah. Depending on so the that. size of the overall wave. Yeah. Could be ten, you know, but I think five's pretty comfortable. The Georgia Senate debate. Where I was initially a little bit worried about Herschel. Yeah. I think yeah. he showed up. I he think did. he did a pretty good job. Um, I think he did what he needed to do, in convincing some of the, uh, squishy, Kemp voters, from splitting their ticket. Yeah. Is what he needed to do, and yeah. I think he did enough. Uh, in that so.
1: And that's merely just surviving the debate and not tripping over himself too much, which he did. Um, yeah. As evidenced by the, I'm sure you the 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 Lib Journal Meltdown on Twitter was kind of spectacular Mm -hmm. to watch because everyone was expecting Walker to kind of like collapse and he didn't. So um, and the
0: the biggest one of the big stories, at least one of the best moments of the debate, uh, came out of this story of uh, Warnock's apartment. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, he's he's basically a slumlord. Yeah.
0: He owns this apartment building. His, his
1: church does well yeah but those, we but know that's just thing. a tax yeah, he's, shell. Yeah, I mean, he's a senior pastor um, there and he gets paid I think $8,
0: apparently 000. it's like a swum yeah and he's evicted a bunch of people and it, there. there's a whole bunch about yeah. that but it's not good stuff take a listen to this exchange
3: Go we ahead. have not you evicted speak, the tenants speak, Senator. and and he should take that money and pay it back to the veterans that he exploited while yeah, pretending like, to like run and not uh, the see you can tell that He's not desperate, because if he had read in that thing, he would have saw that I had nothing to do with that. But he is so desperate right now, and he really wants that seat. He's now telling you, I didn't evict anyone, it is written in the paper. I didn't do this. Well, Senator, you did, and it's okay to speak the truth. Do not bear false witness, Senator. Do not bear false witness. You know,
1: so that's very interesting. And there's oh. also, that's a total lie. There's a lawsuit. Pending against the Warnox Church, and there's you know yeah it's, uh, like the legal docs are there, so yep. for him to deny it is just delicious. We
0: also had the debate in the governor's race. There, uh, Governor Brian Kemp did pretty well. Yeah, not surprisingly, because Stacey Abrams is a total retard. Um, but you know, of course, we had a few good moments here, uh, and I wish Brian Kemp would let this real conservative side of him show a little more often. Um, hopefully, that'll that'll continue, but. Uh, we've got a few clips here for you. Governor Kemp destroying Stacey Abrams on her voter suppression narrative. Roll that clip, Mr. Producer.
3: I would like to just the record reflect, as my time as Secretary of State, I'm the person that created the online voter registration system in this state, where any Georgian can vote, register to vote 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So for someone to say that we have been suppressive in our state when we've seen turnout increase over the years, including with minorities like African-Americans, Latinos, and others, is simply not true. And again, Ms. Abrams is gonna lie about my record because she doesn't wanna talk about her own.
0: Okay. Yeah. Then we got Kemp hitting her on wanting to keep the state locked down during COVID.
3: My plan is to use the revenue that we have because we've been open. If Stacey Abrams had been your governor over the last four years, you wouldn't have that excess revenue because she wanted the state to stay locked down and criticize me when i opened it back up we have in fact been using this revenue and we will do so in the future to do another income tax refund and put the money back in your pocket we're also going to do a property tax relief grant one time that helps you with rising property values and rising property taxes that the counties are not rolling back
0: and this one i think was one of the most effective punches thrown of this entire thing Brian Kemp saying that Stacey Abrams wanted to be Biden's running mate.
3: I would remind you that Stacey Abrams campaigned to be Joe Biden's running mate. She supports these policies that have raised taxes on hardworking Americans and Georgians when they promised they would not. We're working with the General Assembly to help you fight through that by suspending the gas tax and giving your money back. Thank to put you it very in much. Your pocket. And last but not least, mm-hmm. on the crime
0: subject, which is really slicing through all Democrat hopes right now, in addition to the economy going after Stacey Abrams wanting to end cash bail because it's worked so well everywhere that's tried it. Yeah, yeah.
3: I would just say that one way we deal with gun violence is to take the bad people that are doing the shootings and lock them up and not end cash bail like Miss Abrams wants to do. So uh,
0: I think Kemp's going to win easily down there. Uh, The real question is, will he be able to get Herschel Walker across the 50% runoff line? I think Kemp avoids the runoff. Yeah. It's going to be
1: tough. Camp not avoid. I, I still think the Senate's going to go to a runoff.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Um, which, because mm-hmm. if the math works out in the way that I think it's going to on the Senate map, mm-hmm. we technically really don't even need Georgia. Yes. Now I'd like to I have agree. it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, But there is a way that works out that we don't have to worry about the runoff deciding the fate of the Senate. Yeah, thank God. Uh, which is what we really need it to come yeah. down to, right? Um, you know, things are looking good in Nevada. As we've talked about. Very good. I think things are looking good in Arizona, right? That could be a pickup. Yeah. Um, Georgia, obviously, we'd like to be able to pick up. Yeah. Um, I think things are looking good up in Pennsylvania still. I, yeah,
1: I think Oz is going to win.
0: We've got the debate coming up there next week on Tuesday on the 25th, so that'll be really interesting. I think Fetterman will have, like, a Chernobyl moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, people are talking about even Colorado potentially being in play. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. we've uh, the Apparently the Democrats are very concerned. You know, there, there's... I think that if the wave is as big as it could be here, you called it a tsunami. I don't know if I'd yeah. say a tsunami yet. Could be. Could be. Could yeah.
1: be. I'm just quoting what pollster Stephen Kent said. You know, he's like, the, the red wave could be larger than any of us had expected. expect. Yeah. You know, at the outset of this cycle.
0: It very well could be. Yeah. Um, you know, there, and there's also... This interesting race going on in Utah right now between Senator Mike Lee and that little weasel piece of shit cuck Evan McMuffin, uh. um, who's still around for some reason. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I
1: think he has campaign debts to pay off still.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we, well, we've got uh, we've got two clips here for you. Uh, first off, we have McMuffin getting loudly booed when trying to call uh, Senator Mike Lee a traitor.
2: But for you to talk about the importance of the, Ele- the Electoral College, I think is rich. I think you, you know exactly how important it is, and I think you knew how important it was when you sought to urge the White House that had lost an election to find fake electors to overturn the will of the people. Senator Lee, that was the most egregious betrayal of our nation's constitution in its history by a US senator, I believe, and it will be your legacy. Senator Lee is still casting doubt. Please. Look.
0: And then, at the end, Mike Lee just totally ripped McMuffin a new one. Yeah. Roll that clip.
2: If we weren't staring right down the barrel of a deep and dark economic recession, if we weren't seeing reckless federal spending causing us to careen into a situation where we're seeing spikes in inflation, uh, spikes in interest rates, and spikes in the price of gas. If we weren't seeing our adversaries around the world saber rattling with nuclear weapons and a president speaking of Armageddon, perhaps, perhaps in that moment, seriously entertaining the idea of supporting an opportunistic gadfly supported by the Democratic Party might make for interesting dinner table conversation, but this is not an ordinary year.
0: And of all of his rhino traitorous behavior, I think that Romney, Not endorsing Mike Lee for re-election might be one of his worst betrayals of the GOP voters. Yeah, probably. It's pretty disgusting, honestly. we got
1: to get him out.
0: Yeah. Did you write this story, the one about the condition that Fetterman's trying to hide from Pennsylvania voters? That would be
1: Mr. Spencer Marone. Oh, okay. Talk about a Barry lead, because it it doesn't really get into it until about maybe six, seven paragraphs in But he could have what Bruce Willis has. Aphasia. Aphasia. It, it, it it's a possibility yeah and for that to be hidden for to, to voters i mean this this is why everyone has to you know you released your health records which he has not done so yeah I mean it's very possible
0: that he does i mean I'm not I'm yeah, no I'm doctor I'm no
1: doctor either but,
0: but he has a problem for sure. he clearly is fucked up <laughs> <laughs> you know not, to put it bluntly Um, I mean, you know, even in that softball interview that he did with MSNBC, like, he was fucked up. Yeah. He he had the the voice-to-caption thing going on the computer, but he could barely even keep up with that. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see. I feel like we're going to have, what was it? It was the JFK-Nixon debate, right? Yeah. Where anybody who watched it is going to see what a shit show yeah. that he is, right? Yeah. What's
1: but the only, like but the his, only difference is if you're if you're listening to it like on radio or on like audio, you're still gonna think that well, he's fucked up. The thing right is now. there's going to be a huge there's going to be a delay, yeah. right? So I, I don't understand I don't, how that's going to work. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the Rolling Stone had an interesting piece about how uh, about Giselle Fetterman and how she's become like the de facto candidate and then they did some damage control about that. <laughs> about who? Uh, his wife. Oh, he oh, had a glowing oh, profile, yeah. which is not like unusual. Of course, you know there's always profile pieces about the spouses, right? Mm-hmm. But then it, it talked about how she became like the de facto candidate, and everyone was like, "Wait a minute, what's going on? This is like this is like this like the seventh piece about how she's like the who's is this like a Mister and Mrs. Wilson situation? Yeah. You know, is she gonna you know? And everyone's like, you know, it would not su- surprise me. Should he win that he says I'm too fucked up to be senator, and then Josh Shapiro points the wife. To be senator. Yeah,
0: but I thought that. Yeah, I get. I mean, that could be.
1: I mean, I'm hoping Mastriano pulls it out. Don't get me wrong, but that's gonna be a hail mary. Yeah. There, which is really, a, which is really a shame because I kind of like Mastriano. Oh, I like him a lot. But um, we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, I, she the reporter of the Rolling Stone deleted the tweet and it's just like it, but mm-hmm. it was still in the piece and it was just like what's going on here and yeah, also it goes clearly, back to the whole thing about Rolling Stone maybe she just stick to music and movies. <laughs> yeah, they but,
0: clearly got. Uh, The behind the scenes. What are you doing? You're saying the quiet part out. Exactly, exactly. So we'll see. Yeah. What else we got going on here? Uh, No debates in Arizona. None. Because Katie
1: Hobbs is afraid to debate Carrie Lake. Um, I mean, she just came out saying that 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 abortion, no limits on abortion, this weekend. So yeah, (laughs) there's you know there's another
0: reason. Um you know even on cnn is asking why uh, dana bash is like why won't you debate so listen to this exchange between dana bash and katie Hobbs.
3: she just came and sat down with me and and answered my questions for for a lot of minutes um yeah a lot of democrats are questioning your decision and they're saying you know it's the wrong decision president biden's former 2020 co-chair said i would debate and i would want the people of arizona to know what my platform is if you think she's as dangerous as you're saying to democracy is it your responsibility as a candidate who wants to run arizona to show and explain who their alternative is
1: that is exactly what i'm doing right now and there is a lot more ability to have a conversation with you without her interruptions and shouting uh, to do that.
0: And so you could tell Hobbs was getting desperate there. Yeah. And even when even CNN is on you, yeah. like that's when you're finished.
1: Oh, and she also said that Joe Biden's not to blame for the in- inflation spike. Yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, there's a reason why. It's not because of the, the debate format or any of that. It's because she's just horrible and could never, never. Deliver. I I don't think she would survive a debate with with Carrie Lake. Oh no what? She no would just way. she would
0: just crumble. I mean Carrie Lake just crushes everyone in her path, and it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, you know if she can pull off this win in Arizona, I think that she is going to be one of the top firebrand politicians in this town. I agree. And I think she could really shake up the whole place, and it's one of the reasons that the establishment is not
1: helping her. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. You know, I, I think that... She she threatens their little world. All, all people like her, you know, in terms of that can, candidate, you know, vein. Because... Threatens the gravy train. We, we've oh, talked about for this. for sure, for sure. Know?
0: Because... They'll vote. You know, I think that having her as a, as a governor will just catapult her into potentially a presidential run. Yeah. Um and they really want to avoid that. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things they want to avoid. So we'll see. I, I think that they're you know, Mitch McConnell and his type are even afraid of her too. So yeah. and that's why Mitch McConnell's also not helping Blake Masters. Um and, you know, we've talked about his failures at length here. Yeah. You know, uh, it really
1: has been kind of very disappointing from the, Well, you know, from from, from the leadership point. I mean, I know you can have disagreements and they all do, but for God's sakes, man, like, like, well, so here's the thing. There was a primary, okay? Your side lost, right? Listen, sometimes I don't like how primary results, you know, happen, right? I'm not happy with some of the results that we've had, Mm -hmm. especially in this state, but I'm still going to support the Republican no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Well, here's Whatever the happened thing. to being a team player? Whatever happened to that aspect of party loyalty? Well, the thing
0: is, okay, that they basically said that... M- McConnell said that he couldn't help Masters because yeah. there was a resource issue, a shortage, right, of money. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this, that would make sense yeah. if he wasn't doing things like spending a million dollars on the Colorado Senate race, which is much further out of reach. Yeah. Okay? So those facts just don't match up with the narrative of what they're trying to yeah. push.
1: And also is that really? I mean, he was planning to drop almost 10 million into Arizona. Yeah, no, it is. But then pulled out, you know. Yeah. So the whole resource that that could be a little fugazi there. Well, it's, they're it's they're the just Senate majority. It's just
0: making a bullshit, making a bullshit yeah. is what he's doing. Yeah. Um and I think there's going to be a reckoning for that come if we do take the majority. Yeah. When it comes time to fight over who's going to be majority leader, I think yeah. there's going to be a reckoning. Yeah. And I think Mitch McConnell, at the end of the day, would rather not have the majority than have the majority and him not be the leader. Yeah.
1: Or him having to, like, claw for things yeah. that are so.
0: that are swampyish.
1: All right, so you mm-hmm. uh, wrote this up this morning. Yeah, uh, what's going on in Nevada? Well, we talked about how Nevada is going well for us, and how yeah. the Latinos are staying home. They're not. They're they're not just because Catherine Cortez Masto is the first Latina elected. Mean doesn't mean they're going to support her. Uh-huh. They, they're not happy with the state of the economy or the quality of the jobs that are there. It is. It's a shit show. It's bad. The state party is fractured. There is a far left. Uh, some far left wingers swept all the the leadership positions there. Mm-hmm. So. All of Harry Reid's allies quit. And then there was a fight over, of course, you know, the far left. There was a fight over Israel and primary endorsements. Harry Reid built that machine because he saw the Tea Party wave coming in 2010. And that was to basically make sure that all the unions are lockstep behind Democrats and especially get the culinary unions, like who are, which are heavily Latino, mm-hmm. in his side. Well, the, 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 the Latinos are staying home. The Clark County Teachers Union. Uh, which is the largest union, I think, mm-hmm. in the state, is not endorsing Sisolak for yeah. a re-election. They are maintaining a strict uh, policy of neutrality, which is uh, ominous. Th- th- even Vanity Fair was like, this is an ominous sign regarding yep. labor support. And then uh, the, the police union today issued a vote of no confidence for Sisolak. So yep. I think Adam Laxalt's going to win. And I think the Republican govern the gubernatorial candidate is going to win too. The- now, granted, th- we still got to pound it out. These are going to be like one point six to like two point three percent close. victories. All right, but the fact that you know everybody is now you know freaking out because the whole Reed machine
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, is collapsing. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Harry Reid passed away last year, pancreatic cancer. But I think without a doubt, if he were still alive today. The conditions on the ground would be different, but um, they're just trying to hold it together, and they can't. Yeah. The whole apparatus is collapsing, so. Um.
0: Well, so what I'm also interested in is, like you said, mm-hmm. what is going to be the Latino vote? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are they just going to stay home, or are they going to also shift to— Republican. Yeah, I mean, they're because all. That's a national
1: trend. Yeah, and they're all looking at their bank statements. They're yeah. all seeing the price pinch. They're mm-hmm. all, they're all, and they're not happy with this Joe Biden guy overall. Yeah. So. Well, I'll
0: tell you, you know, the, they're they're reliant on tourism in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And no when, one can go to Vegas if w- they're broke. When the economy tightens, yeah. exactly that's what's going to get cut out of I people's mean, budgets. So. Um, staying at the Venetian ain't ain't you know ain't cheap. Yeah. Uh, New York governor's race We already hit on uh, The Real Clear Politics Changed the race To Toss Up Which is very That's interesting
1: big. That's big um, That means the last Like five at- polls Aggregated are like A shit show for her Oregon within reach also. Oh yeah Yeah Well she's nuts yeah. that, key, that Tina Kotek She's absolutely crazy And she's been endorsing Some characters as well Her, her Among other things I mean she mm-hmm. wants She also wants Facilities for meth heads To tweak out Safely
0: yeah. Before going well, to the hospital. this uh, is because it's, it's a three-way race. Yeah. Because isn't there a, a jumped Democrat going independent? Yeah, there's some third-party bullshit vote. going yeah.
1: on. But yeah. still, Drazen could, could win.
0: Um, well, yeah, with like 41% of the vote. Yeah. They just need a plurality. Yeah. Um, there's no Georgia runoff bullshit yeah, going on there, which yeah, is know. surprising. It,
1: it's normal over there. It's yeah. whoever gets the most votes wins, which is yeah. how it should fucking be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, she. That's a surprise. And why did Georgia? Why does Georgia have the runoff rule? I don't know. But it's that's only like a few
0: states have the runoff. Louisiana rule.
1: Louisiana has a runoff rule. Yeah. Um I think does I think Alabama has a runoff rule.
0: It sounds it? like it was something having to do with keeping uh, I mean, keeping some people, a certain type, yeah, out, a certain of type of people out of power. but yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's become a relic. Yeah, talk yeah. about relics of Jim Crow and Reconstruction. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that it's definitely no no that, no, but no no, no yeah, it might yeah. be it, it
2: might sounds be, yeah, like they a certain group of
1: states has the runoffs which is kind of why I kind of you know was hoping that Raffensberger would lose that primary because that's we there needs to be wholesale changes to that election site, like system down
0: there well they got the election integrity rule yeah. but they need to change the, the law. way they, yeah. the, the
1: the actual law yeah whoever gets the most votes wins none yeah. of this is runoff shit yeah. Because what else, uh, David speaker? Perdue got the most votes of any senator in Georgia in history and he's mm-hmm. not senator. I think there's something wrong with that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Down in
0: Florida now, apparently the left has suddenly changed its tune because Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed uh, an order expanding voting time frames for the residents of the three counties heavily impacted by Hurricane Ian. Oh, that um, horrible man. <laughs> Well you know nah. they're they're really upset because apparently those counties favor uh Oh, the, Republicans. Republican, oh,
1: the Republican counties okay
0: yeah, so that's what they say, but okay. you know only yeah. only yeah. expanded access when it's in democratic yeah, areas. exactly yeah. yeah
1: well but these you know it yeah. was it was just a little storm they don't need you know the vote yeah
0: it was only like the yeah. basically the worst or second worst, worst hurricane yeah. ever to hit the state of Florida yeah and in Pennsylvania. We have another mail-in ballot fiasco uh, having to do with dates. They put out something that basically said uh, the dates don't matter. And then after they got called out on it and sued, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Actually, the dates matter. Yeah. So they were trying to pull the same shit that they did in 2020, even though the Pennsylvania Supreme Court has previously upheld that the uh, dates have to align with what the law states. So... You know, they're going to try to rig it again. I yeah, mean, it's, it's not surprising. Be, yeah, ridiculous. We said this, what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch for Philly, as always. Um, and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Starting to lose my voice again after this Eagles game, so we're going to keep <laughs> the economy and energy segment a little straightforward yeah. here. Um, Joe Biden, while eating ice cream, on on what he feels the economy is. Yeah. Uh,
3: our economy is going as hell. The internal
0: Okay, so... Let them eat cake. The economy's in major recession. Yeah. Inflation's at major, major highs. I mean, all the things we normally say, consumer debt, savings, all-time lows, paycheck to paycheck, and he's saying that the, the economy's strong as hell.
1: Yeah. Great. Tone deaf.
0: Meanwhile, that's why he's pressuring OPEC to not decrease their production, even though they doubled their decrease in production after he tried to pressure them. And the one of the biggest scandals being totally underreported is his emptying of the strategic petroleum reserve. Yes. To try to artificially keep gas prices low to save Democrats in the midterms. Yeah. I saw that. You know, uh, it it's really unbelievable to me that he's doing this and just basically getting away with it because the only people that seem to have any concern here are conservative media. Yeah. And conservatives and Meanwhile, you have the left who wants a war with Russia over a little piece of shit land Ukraine. Uh, and also we have to worry about war with China and we're not going to have any reserves because he emptied them for the the election. Yeah. They're releasing, I think it was 10 million barrels I saw today, the reserves at their lowest levels since, I believe, since it was started. Mm-hmm. So this is great. We're doing really well on that front. This is the
1: bad news section, isn't it? <laughs> The border is totally overrun. Yeah, it's bad.
0: You're just totally overrun. There's fentanyl, millions of illegals. Um, I don't have the energy to read this whole segment, so sorry, Mr. Producer. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. Though. Yeah. We'll get it in on Thursday. Um, let's see. COVID insanity. Here's an interesting one.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: we're going to talk about Fauci on Thursday because i got a lot, a lot to say about him, and my lack of voice isn't going to really hold up for that. But... I'm sure you read the story this morning Mm -hmm. about Boston University, okay, basically running gain-of-function research on COVID because they took the original strain and then turned it into something, like, I don't even know how many times more lethal, but it has an 80% kill rate. Oh, my God. So the initial report stated researchers combined the Omicron variant with the original COVID strain, and then it killed 8 of 10 mice. Like, why are they even bothering with this? Yeah, I don't know. Didn't we learn from the first time that we shouldn't be doing this shit? It's going to escape from the... It's called the Boston Strain. Yeah, essentially. If people start dying up there, you know, it's where we came from. Crime's out of control. I mean, the war on police, the the lack of law and order in this country is unbelievable. And uh, last Wednesday in Bristol, Connecticut, two officers were killed in an ambush um a domestic violence call was placed yeah. a fake it was call a fake one yep lured the two officers to their deaths to their murders uh and this this piece of shit uh opened fire on the officers uh, was later shot and killed um the fallen officers were sergeant Dustin Demonte and officer Alex Hamsey. um a third Terrible. officer Alex Jurado looks like was mm. severely wounded in the shooting and i mean yeah. This is just ridiculous, yeah. you know, and then we wonder why nobody wants to be cops. We, have, yeah. uh, we can't recruit new police officers. Yeah. Who would have thought that the defund the police movement would lead to such a I thing? I know, right? And it right. got
1: worse, too, because there was another mass shooting in Raleigh. Yeah. A teenage kid opened fire, killed five people, including an off-duty police officer. Yep. So um,
0: Places where police officers yeah. have been shot just this week. Yeah. Las Vegas, Bristol, Connecticut, Philadelphia, where multiple SWAT officers were shot um
1: it, it it's unbelievable yeah um, it's a very dangerous job and I think that you know because I think some people in the media especially tend to like forget that you know yeah, this isn't like playing time crisis in an arcade game yeah, you know yep. it's incredibly dangerous. domestic violence calls are always incredibly volatile because tensions are high, emotions are high, you know, both parties are, Usually at each other's throats, and you have to calm everybody down, and then you know that's when weird, you know, horrible things happen potentially. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's horrible, it's it's just just out of control. The whole thing is
0: is ridiculous. We need law and order back, we really do. Shit, for sure. Bring
1: back stop and frisk
0: in New York City. Well, they need a lot more than just that, I feel like. Um, but you know, I I think that they're gonna. There's, I mean, I, I mean, I, we, they got
1: to get rid of the cash bail thing. That experiment across the board is over. That has to just end. Yeah. Among other things, I think that will stop the bleeding because now officers can arrest people, violent criminals, and keep them, you know, in lockup. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean. If we can't do wholesale changes, it's it's at least do the things that like are causing the most damage. And I think cash bail and, and that type of stuff is, is has to be dealt with first. If there's the will to do it. We'll see. I don't know. That Eric Adams guy is disappointing me.
0: Yeah, you right. talked a big game about him. I told I you he'd be the
1: same. I told you he'd be the same. Yeah, A former cop should fucking... Oh,
0: whatever. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up today's show because I want to go watch the Yankees game. So, um, <laughs> and I, my voice is not yeah. fully back. Well, this is a big game. game. Yeah, game five. I mean, uh, so This is the game here. We will be back on Thursday for a fiery episode of Triggered. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yes. We're going to get you caught up on uh, the things that are going to be shaking and moving with the midterms, um, and of course... If you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored and directly support us here on this podcast, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code America for 40% off. Get into this exclusive Club of Patriots. Uh, thank you to all of you who are VIP members, and there's so many of you that means the world to us. Um, and don't forget if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. And we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you
1: then. Order.